I'm recording. I'm ready. Okay, I'm recording too. Sweet. All right. It feels like a completely different thing because we're recording this in the morning. It does. I get to drink coffee <laughs> as I podcast, which is going together really well so far. I like it. Oh, top of the podcast to you. <laughs> Welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name's Andrea. And I'm Sally. And we will be your audio tour guides for this, our recap of Guns, Not Butter. Yep. Uh, That's true. How'd, how'd you feel about this one, Sally? I like this one. I have more thoughts, yeah. more thoughts than that, but I did like it overall. No, we'll just stop there. Yeah. Yeah, I like it's this good. one, too. But the, the title always throws me off. Like, I can never... Yeah. I never remember what it is. Right, it's not one of those titles that sticks out in your head, like... Any of the other big ones, you know, two cathedrals. It, I mean, yeah, it just doesn't stick out in your head. <laughs> the long. It's such an odd turn of phrase, I think. Yeah, it is. I agree. It does so. It doesn't do the episode justice because the episode is delightful. Yeah, we should think of some other names for this episode that might be more rooted in what actually happens. <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna do that throughout the talking. Okay. Can't. Okay. Can't do it on top of my All head. All right. Not that do you want to do? Uh, do you want to sing first? Duh. Duh. Okay. Let's Do you know warm me? up those vocal cords. I look forward Hey-o. to this every time we record. It's my favorite part. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, da I don't mind. I don't mind us not being at the same time. I just feel like we're always so behind. <laughs> we're just so slow. My the headphones that I'm wearing today to record a little bit of behind the scenes are more noise canceling than usual. So usually I can sort of hear myself a little bit, and this time I cannot really at all. So who wow. knows what just came out? Can so you hear my voice? You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> yes, luckily, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Depending on the day. Um, <laughs> Yes, very fancy. And also, yeah. I'm this is this is my second episode in a row that I'm in a hotel room. <laughs> like I don't know what is happening in my life, but I felt encouraged because I was listening to Serial the other day randomly, and Sarah Koenig, that's her name, right? Yeah, she was recording in a in a hotel. Oh, Not are that you I'm on Sarah Koenig, two? but I was like, oh, cool. Are you on season two or season one? Uh, that was like a throwback to season one in season okay. two. So oh, both. okay. I haven't been as enthralled yeah. with season two, but that'll we'll yeah, talk about that on our that. podcast about podcasts. Hey, you know what's great? Guns not butter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, let's TikTok. Let's recap yeah, let's some of the TikTok. things that are happening. Um, so there's a big vote going on about the foreign aid budget, and Josh needs a win. They always want to win, but this is a big vote. Josh says he will resign if he loses. So it's a big deal, and a lot of our plot is sort of revolving around that. Um, it's Josh and Donna trying to track down this uh, freshman Democrat to talk to the president. It's it, just different things like that are in play. Toby is talking to another Republican congressman who might be a yay vote, so there are a lot of like subplots off of that. Charlie mm-hmm. also has a little bit of a, a, a plot line here. He um, is... <laughs> He's sort of trying to show off for Zoe, and it it, it doesn't backfire, but it gets weird. Um, <laughs> also, there's a goat at the White House, which is a little fun mm. and random. And, yep. oh, in the Charlie storyline, John Paul is back, which, bleh. 
Yeah, but absolutely. and then we're we're very lightly continuing the Danny and CJ. Uh, Danny has the storyline about Sharif, and that's going on. I think I think that's pretty much. Yeah, that it. was great. I mean, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you should write for Netflix. Okay, done. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, okay, well, where, where would you like to begin, Sally? Where to begin? Let's talk about the Charlie storyline. Actually, just overall, I wanted to say this beforehand. I really love this episode. The only thing that I feel weird about it is that I almost feel like it's, you know, it's so good, it's so good, it's so good for, like, the first three-fourths of the episode. And then I feel like we sort of fade out a little bit in the drama not fade out but it's like there are these great storylines that are building up and building up and then I don't feel like they are it feels a little anticlimactic a little bit to me Hmm. um and you and Charlie's storyline is sort of like that because you know he has this lady on the rope line who gives him a letter and he's trying to get that in front of somebody and you sort of feel like it's going to go somewhere like what like the picture, like the the little boy who wrote the letter, and then what turned out to be the old man and got the picture. Um, mm-hmm. You sort of feel like it's going somewhere like that, like something great is going to happen, and then what happens instead is this memo where they basically say get off our backs, which at first seems like a big deal. Like when Charlie gets the memo, I'm still in the storyline. I'm still like, ooh, what do you do? How would Charlie mess up? Then he gets it to the president. And the president's like, yeah, it's not good. Whatever. Like it kind of. Yeah. It's just like. Okay, wait. It's not a. It's not a big deal. It's not. It doesn't matter because then it's like, well, okay, the family doesn't get helped necessarily, or we don't see it, and at the same time, it's not like a big blow up. So that felt a little off. And then the same thing mm. with the vote. You know, this vote has so much riding on it, and it's Josh's. I'm gonna resign if we lose, and we're fighting to yeah. win, and like all this stuff is happening, and then we just lose, and it's just okay. We lost. Let's try again in 90 days. Like, yeah. It, it was. It felt that felt a little odd, but now that I've complained about it for like a full three minutes, I did <laughs> still love the episode overall. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's so. just how sh- Sally shows her love. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> yes. I agree. Those are those are some great points. I the thing about Josh resigning, first of all, I mean, obviously that's a high stakes thing to say. Yeah. If you if you believe him, which you do, but it, that also felt kind of out of nowhere. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, but it, I believed it. It makes sense. Like, he's frustrated with Congress and all that stuff. But that's normal. You know what I mean? Like, that. it's always like yeah. that. It's not like he had been getting in trouble or had recently been yelled at by the president or Leo. Like, there was really no... You didn't really think he was going to resign. And then at the end, he didn't, like... Yeah, they lost the vote, so he should be... <laughs> resigning. I don't know. That was right. the only thing. Right. But it it, sort of at least felt it like gave a, us the drama with back, Donna. Yeah, it sort of felt like a backward, well, and this isn't really the case because it's not an object, but the whole Chekhov's gun thing, like if you if you, if you you bring something into the storyline, you need to use it to full effect. Like if you, in the beginning, if there's a gun on the wall, you need, somebody needs to get shot later. And it's Did like the opposite Did you make a that. Chekhov reference? Yeah. Is that nice? You're so classy. <laughs> but it's sort of it didn't felt the opposite for that because you're right, because in the very beginning he raises the stakes so high and then yeah. nothing happens. So it did feel I think that is what made it a letdown. Because we could have just not had the whole resigning line 
and it would have been just another vote, and then and then it wouldn't have felt like such a well anticlimactic thing. You know what I mean? I think I think it was worth it just for like Donna's question. Yeah, like that's true. Are you really gonna resolve? You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. was a really big. Well, and then her clear dedication to have him not resign. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Like, Donna <laughs> yeah. leaves the office. She makes big plays. Like, I love yeah. I love that whole part. I think I Donna do might be my MVP on this one. I'm not yeah. sure. But, it, yeah, it's tough. We'll get there. I, I love any time you have to leave the office to do work. I agree. There's, there's nothing more liberating. I'm always like, trying oh, to leave the office. I'm on a... <laughs> I'm on a field trip, but I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not slacking off. Right. So I felt happy for Donna that she could yeah. go to the airport to try to do. And she was so, she was so sly. and Yeah, she was. I, she I, Taking the envelope, she at one point, she borrowed an envelope yeah. from a random guy and like brought it up to another aide and was like, oh, yeah. where's the senator? Da, da, da. So yeah, she did, she did great. Uh, she did, I even liked that they had her sort of fumble the ball a little in the sense that she named names. They she had the play where she was yeah, she named names where she was saying on the phone, Oh, we got people and then she named names and that was the mess up. I sort of didn't even mind that because I liked I liked at the end when Josh came out of the Oval Office and mm-hmm. she was sort of just sitting there with her head down and Yeah, I, I like so I liked how it played out. Um, and I wouldn't have minded that. I, was, I still wish they'd won the vote. I wish Donna, oh, I always wish Donna would get a win, but I didn't mind it. I still was so impressed by her, even without the win, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, because it's not about winning or losing. It's how you play the game, <laughs> Sally. I was still just like, go Donna, the whole time, so. I know, me too. It was great. And she just did it all on her own. You Like, Josh didn't tell her to take the envelope. Josh didn't, you know, like, she was, she did, she just did great. And I think it's a good, it's not the first mm. glimpse we get of her, ability but it's a good glimpse of it and I liked that yeah she made a big play just like he said so I liked that um I also when, loved when he came out of the oval and they're having that conversation and she's talking about fish hooks McCarthy and he's like is this a real person or is this a Donna person <laughs> yes I love that I wrote that down too I thought that was great I just love Donna's character altogether, so. Although, okay, if we're going to pivot away from Josh, there's two other things I wanted to mention. Okay. One, when Donna's in the kitchen, like, waiting for <laughs> the senator, and she's, like, having a conversation with Giuseppe and, the, yes. like, the two chefs with the giant chef's hats. <laughs> yeah. I felt like we were in, we got transported to, like, PBS, and she was actually on, like, Sesame Street. <laughs> it just felt like a bit like a caricature, but it's funny. But like, it was funny. Super... It was fun. It was fun, but it did feel like this is random. <laughs> this is a bit like there was yeah. no part of that that felt normal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with that. What was your other thing? The the other thing was well, I guess it's more about Josh and Bartlett, where Josh like kept interrupting President Bartlett and yeah, just cutting him off, and you're like ah. Yeah. Rain it in, bro. Ugh. I did. Okay, so we can, we'll talk about the Toby storyline that led into that moment. So Toby gets the offer for the, the Republican congressman wants 115000 not a million, $115,000 for a study on remote prayer. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole thing. And, of course, they do 
So they do that thousand million jokes joke literally. I mean, well, they do it literally every time someone says it. And what was it, like four <laughs> or five times? I was really over it. Like, it was funny the first few times. And I get that, like, we're supposed to see that, okay, seriously, everyone can't believe this. That's fine. But I was a little sick of it. Anyway, so they bring it to the president. And the president says, like, bringing this to me is a joke, right? And Toby's like, and Toby's like, well, three of us were. And then they look at Josh, and Josh is the one who's serious about it. Because he's so determined to get this bill. He's like, $115,000 yeah. for a $17 billion bill. Not a big deal. Yeah. Which, I was really yeah. on Josh's side for a while. Yeah, me um, too. But that's why I'm not in politics. Because <laughs> at the end, they do say, you know, he's like, what does it matter? It's $115,000. And and Toby's like, yeah, but it happens, you know, it happens one dollar at a time. Like even the tiniest thing is a, is a giveaway sort of thing. So, um, yeah, the, the but bill I was, of rights thrown in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't remember the the actual line, but yeah. I, so I I was on Josh's side though because I was like, this is because we were so close to a win for Josh. I was like, we could do it. We could win the vote. Just do this one and little so tiny cheap. tiny thing. Yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. nobody would even notice. He says he has the line that like. That's what, I can't remember who he says, but that's what some department spends on sticky notes. Like, that's, yeah. it's, it's nothing. It's it's chump change in their world. Um, so, that almost made it even more fun to see, not more fun, but when Toby says, like, oh, you know, it's just a dollar at a time. And you're sort of like, okay, you're right. <laughs> I know. I, wa- I wanted it to work out. But sometimes, I did too. sometimes it doesn't work out. Nope, and it doesn't matter because Josh isn't going to resign anyway. Yeah, so it's all it's all a moot point. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, okay, well, if we had known the whole episode that we could just delay it again, then we wouldn't, Let's just you do know, it. Yeah. whatever. Let's just do another continuing resolution, yeah. it's fine. Like, they made a point that we couldn't do any more continuing resolutions at the beginning. <sighs> I digress. I love that President Bartlett was more of a... Uh, strict or upset about the heifer than about any of the other political things in the episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Charlie ordered a memo from the DOD. He didn't care. And Josh lost the foreign aid vote. But <laughs> President Bartlett was real fired up about this photo op. Right? So. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I also loved, um, I really enjoyed the Republican senator coming into Toby's office and then talking and mm-hmm. because they're so, I mean, they're pretty much like polar opposites, Toby and the senator. And he, the, the senator makes a comment about C.J. Craig being prayed for. And she was like, is that before or after her agent was shot at a fruit stand? And Toby has a line, uh, you really want to make a rim shot of the death of a Secret Service agent? And the mm. senator says, you really want to refer to people's prayers as spam? Ooh. And Toby sort of just has a look. And yeah, it was very, it was very like... I don't know, even this, we're we're clearly not supposed to really like this Republican senator, but he kept, you know, he stood up toe-to-toe with Toby, whether we agree with him or not, he was just as sassy right back to Toby as Toby could be, so, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I liked that, I thought that was a fun exchange, and, like, they brought in the head of cardio at Duke, it's not like they brought in the head of cardio from, like, Phoenix University, like, some rent, you know, like, (laughs) the head of cardio from Duke, so, like, I appreciate that they brought weight to this argument, which... Totally. Is a strong suit for the West Wing in general, but yeah. And how it's it was not and jo- everything that Josh was saying, like they don't discriminate who they pray for, and it right. was a double blind study. And blah, well, blah, blah. and that it's a study that it's not like we're paying, 
Like, it's a study for research. It's not like they were paying... I don't know. It could have been a lot worse, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was hard. I like that they made the offer hard to resist. It made us really yes. sort of think. Maybe it just made uh, you and I think. Maybe everyone else knew <laughs> the whole time that they shouldn't do it. But I was like, well, I mean, no one's really even going to know. Which is why, again, I'm not in politics. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think of what's at stake. Like, I, I love... I know you didn't like when they were saying the 115,000, 115 million thing that they repeated. But I didn't I mind it until they repeated it the fifth time. They could have they right. could have had another way for someone else. Like, someone could have just been like, thousand? Right. Is it? There's 115,000? Um, yeah, I didn't mind it until it was done six or sometimes. Well, but in a similar sort of rhythm thing, I like when Josh and Will are having exchanges in this episode because the whole time Will is trying to talk about the legislative section of the inauguration and Josh is so like tunnel visioned about this foreign aid bill and so Josh yes. keeps repeating the statistics he's like blah 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 percent want it cut and blah 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 percent want it back and it's just yes. he's so caught up in it that he keeps repeating it like he can't it does not compute he gets angrier and angrier about it yeah yeah and then Will just realizes like he's not really in this conversation with Josh yeah. like he's just near this conversation that Josh is having with himself about how the American people don't, they can't decide what they want, or... They don't, they can't get their arms around the question. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, they can't get their arms around the question. So, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that nobody is getting Will's name right. I think that's fun. Oh my gosh, so great. It's such a, like, cheesy gag, but I'm, I'm all for it every time. Me too. Bill Bailey? Bill? Because there's so many different Whaley? variations that they do. <laughs> right. I think that's fun. I can just see Toby, like, writing a memo, you know what I mean, to everyone. Like, hey, yeah. this guy's name is Will Bailey. Just call him anything call that him, rhymes with call it. Call him Love literally him. everything else Toby. other than that. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I also really like that they just, like, start quoting Ch Churchill at each other. Like, there's a lot of, and I, it sort of felt like, not sort of felt like, but sometimes it's just Sorkin wants those quotes in there, and he found a vehicle mm. to do it, but it was still fun, because they're great quotes. Um... He said the one thing about the greatest argument against democracy is spending five five minutes with the average voter and um, democracy is the worst. That? <laughs> yes, seriously. <laughs> the worst form of democracy or the worst form of government is democracy, except for every other every other one or whatever it was. <laughs> I'm totally butchering these, but you guys have seen the episode. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. And. Josh goes into a British accent randomly when he's talking yeah. with Will. <laughs> yeah, and then Will says, "Do you did you know that you did a different voice just then?" I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah, the result. There were all these like just really. I, I love this. It felt like a very well balanced episode. Like a I fine agree. Mm -hmm. Cabernet and a cheese plate. I don't yeah, know. I totally agree. If this like if I were showing someone an example of The West Wing for the first time, I feel like this could be on the list of good examples. It's that perfect you know? recipe that we talk about of the mm. their dramatic storylines with high stakes for a little while, and then there's comedy at the same time. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it does well. It does well. The only thing that did not do well, I think, uh -oh. is that, I mean, it's, it's a tiny thing, but the fact that Bartlett keeps asking all of his staff that they think that Zoe is... Yes! Growing what? up nicely. What is the deal with that? What a weird question. What a weird question. Seriously. And he keeps asking all of the male staff. All of the, like, right? young male staff. Like, what, what answer, what do you, what do you want from that? Yeah, like, what, what is the point? Do you want if them she to were say like, no? 
Like, I guess she just wants him to say yes, sir, in, like, a very uninterested tone. Yeah, it's just a weird... She's, like, 20 or something. Yeah. It's not like she's seven and she just drew a picture and put it on his desk. And then he said, oh, isn't she growing up nicely? They'd be like, yeah. But right. it was funny when, when Josh was like, <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Josh uh, is just wildly out of line for most of this episode. Yeah. just But it so fits Josh's personality to just, uh, the words come out of his mouth before he even knows what's happening. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So true. Oh, wait. We didn't even talk about, with Will and Josh, the walk and talk, the actual walk and talk line. Where what? Will Will says, you get a pretty good aerobic workout talking to someone in this building. And Josh says, yeah. I've heard the jokes. What do you need? A, yeah. Totally a, a meta reference to, you know, everyone talking about the walk and talks. So yes. there's that. Oh, wait. First of all, sorry. I'm totally derailing us. But this is at the very top of my notes. Because I think I forgot to mention it last episode. And if I, if I did mention it, then you could stop me. But in the scene where CJ is telling Josh about... Danny getting the Sharif scoop. <clears throat> Josh is sort of like, oh, I think he spent too much time in the African sun. Da, 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 da. And CJ then turns to him and is like, the thing is, I think that's exactly what happened. And Josh takes her seriously immediately. Like, within, right. he doesn't, he does not question anything. And they showed that again in the flashback. And I was like, I can't remember if I pointed that out, but I loved it so much. And I was so glad they showed it again because. It's just so funny that when he hears it from Danny, he's like, oh, he's off his rocker. He's crazy. And all CJ has to say is, no, I, I don't think he is. And Josh just trusts her so much that he's like, oh, dang. Well, did you... Sharif. Oh, see, I took it as he knew already Mm-mm. and assumed that she didn't know. So I didn't take it as, like, he was taking in new information from her. No, because as much as he was end, leveling with her. Because at the end of that episode, he's talking to Leo, and he says, like, you'll tell me when you need to. Hmm. So, yeah, I think true. he, I think he might, I think, well, at that point, he's already talked to CJ, so he knows something is going on. But, no, I don't think he knew at that point. Because the way he reacts to the Danny storyline is so, like, this is ridiculous, what are you talking about? It's, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, they just, they played it in the flashback, in the previously on, and... I wanted to mention it because I just, I really loved it. He, she just, yeah, she, they trust her a lot, which I love. So. But here's the thing, like, don't you think that, okay, so Danny's back and he's saying that he knows the name of the pilot and they're getting closer to finding out more about what happened. Right. And that it's a a made up name and all that stuff. But don't you think this whole time CJ's not engaging with Danny. Right. Like she's, she's having a completely different conversation, like. Oh, are you dating a college graduate now? Because you, your yeah. outfit looks better. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. she's not in. She's not engaging in the conversation. I feel like that's such a tell. Like it'd a be tell. better if she played along. I think. What a tell Don't you that, think like, so? I it think makes, it might it looks, be, but I think it doesn't really matter because he can't like write about the tell. I mean, like if he he already knows he's on the right track. Like he like Danny's already convinced to, of his storyline. She could have tried to throw him off or dissuade him. I think him. she did. You know what at I mean? first, she sort of acted like he was crazy. Like in the last episode, when she he first started talking about it, she did sort of, she did sort of do it to an extent. And I think now it's just been going on for so long that she sort of like just she just blatantly ignores it. So I don't, know. I don't know. I felt like it was a pretty obvious indication that we're guilty because she didn't even try to talk to him. Like I, I would have just. If I were her, at least, I would have just kept up and been like, 
I don't know, like, I, you're crazy, I don't know what you want me to say, like, I don't know anything about this, blah, 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 rather than, like, oh, hey, did you hear this? Like, I'm not even listening to you, because I can't talk about it, and if I do, I'll get, you know, indicted for whatever. So... I Yeah, I don't know. Well, because who knows if, like, if if it turns out a certain way, and they denied it, like, that, maybe there's a scenario where deny, deny, deny could be just as bad. I don't know. I don't know. I don't... I don't know. Oh, but <laughs> while, while we're talking about CJ, we can come back to Charlie, but while we're talking about CJ, can we please just talk about the Heifer International storyline? Yes. Yeah, which I yep. love, love about this episode. I would yeah. maybe rename the episode, like, something like a goat's not a cow, or like goats something and cows like and chickens too, I don't know. Something that but, incorporates the goats and the votes. Oh, that rhymes. Hey. Oh, the goat vote. <laughs> yeah. Something something that incorporates the the funny and the serious storyline. Anyway. Maybe a quote by Benjamin Franklin that talks about both voting and goating. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Maybe a goat pun. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> Heifer International wants to do a photo op with the president, which is all well and good. Except for the ba- the fact that it's poor timing if they lose the foreign aid bill, which they do. Right. And the fact that it's a picture with a cow, or it was yeah. supposed to be a picture of a, with a cow, and now it's actually a goat. And the whole CJ and Leo finding out that it's actually a goat scene is just absolute gold. It's gold. And I love that CJ always gets stuck with the animals. Like, I don't even care why it happens, it's just the best. It is. It's hilarious. I really <laughs> love it. Uh, we should play that. Play yes. Roll that beautiful goat footage. Roll that. Roll that back. So Leo, <laughs> Leo decides to threaten CJ, uh, saying that he's going to. Uh, well, you'll hear. Goats are heifers too. I don't know. If the president's wearing a hat, or that thing's wearing a Bartlett button, I'm hiding snakes in your car. Come on, don't say that. Not even to joke. You're never gonna know where they are, Leo. or if you got them all out. It's like, oh, we can call this snakes snakes on a plane, but like snakes. Uh, snakes in the west I don't know it's so great because I'm so on CJ's side I'm like don't even joke about it don't even joke about it no you should never joke joke about putting snakes in somebody's car no he's like they're gonna lay their eggs in your glove box (laughs) (laughs) you're never gonna Uh, know how where they are how many there are (laughs) you've gotten all of them out I love seeing Leo like that yeah it was fun for Leo he was sort of relaxed and joking which is fun he never gets, yeah, he doesn't get to, like, cut loose very often. Yeah. But it's funny how, like, even when he's cutting loose, he still looks really serious. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's Leo. Mm. Oh, man. Okay, so now we can talk about Charlie. Um, yes. Uh, so Charlie gets the letter on the rope line, and he sort of, John Paul, later they're in the White House, and John Paul, who I hate, Still yes. is saying. Does anybody saying, like him? Ugh. No, I can't imagine. No, nobody likes him. And if you do, I don't really want to know because I don't yeah. think anyone agrees with you. Well, in this episode, he has a line of they're walking out of where President Barley was speaking, and President Barley yells back at Zoe, and she's like, "I don't respond when you shout." And then she tells John Paul to just ignore him, and he's like, "Oh, I do." And I'm like, "Dude, oh, not cool. Get out of here." And so, anyway, so we're back at the White House, and John Paul essentially makes a comment to Charlie, like, oh, you just sort his mail, like, you don't really do anything, da 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 So, mm-hmm. Charlie 
then tries to do something with the letter. And <laughs> so he calls up his buddy at the Pentagon, which first of all, they answer the phone and they just say, the Pentagon. And I'm like, is this how it works? Is that, you wouldn't call a specific <laughs> department, like you literally just call the Pentagon and they're like, the Pentagon? I don't know. I don't know if that's <laughs> how that would happen. <clears throat> but surely somebody researched it. Anyway, he calls the Pentagon, and they answer the Pentagon, and then they send him to his buddy at the DOD, who he plays basketball with, and he was just going to, like, sort of mention it, just to, like, just to do something, which is nice, and instead he ends up getting on the phone with, like, the secretary of, I can't even remember now, somebody a lot higher up than he meant to get in touch with, and then they send a memo saying that, yeah, the secretary Get of defense is copied on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Whoops. everyone's copied. Chiefs, yeah, joint chiefs. Everybody's copied. It just Ooh. didn't feel like that was that big of a backfire. Although I did love the, I did love the scene with, um, with President Bartlett Andrew. and Charlie, where he's like, oh. "Did I? What did I do? Did I do anything?" And and President Bartlett's like, "You decommissioned two aircraft carriers," and he's like, "Really." <laughs> It's like, no, and then he said, I'm on your side in this thing, but just barely, just barely. Yeah, with, with Charlie and Zoe. Yeah, 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 that he's on Charlie's side, but only because the competition is Jean-Paul. So, mm. it's pretty funny. It's really funny. Yeah. And we find out, kind of, uh, that Charlie and Zoe broke up because, allegedly, allegedly, she didn't like how she never got to see him. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like the first that we've heard it really Yes, it's the first mention of any sort of cause for their breakup, which is nice. Which, yeah, I mean, I guess that would make sense for if they ever, if anything were to come around in the future, rather than like, oh, we hate each other. I was like, no, we just could never see each other, it didn't work. So. Right. That makes sense. Also, President Bartley calls Zoe Peach Patch. (laughs) Calls her what? Did you hear that? Peach Patch. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did hear that. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny. So he calls random. he calls senior staff the Temptations. Yes, <laughs> I love that. And he's like, Liam McGarry and Toby Seagorn. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was, that was fun. really funny, actually. So it was a fun episode. Yeah, But, indeed. again, I just didn't feel like, maybe I just didn't grasp what the memo, I mean, it was embarrassing because everybody saw it, and it's this huge memo that's basically like, get off our backs. It was whatever, but, like, it didn't feel like that big of a deal. Because President Bartlett didn't make it that big of a deal, so... Right, but he could have. That's the thing. It was just surprising that he let him off the hook. But it's not like Charlie does this all the time. You know what I mean? So Right, well, and, like, it didn't have any hope impact he would other than people seeing it. Like, it didn't have any impact other than people like being like, oh, haha, they got a memo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... But, oh. oh, that moment, though, when Ginger shows up with this, like, giant thing and he's like oh my gosh this is so not what I was intending and then she says that they were all copied on it that moment is the worst when you realize your bosses and that was great but then for it to then not have any impact was kind of a letdown because that moment yeah that moment was great when he's like oh yeah you're right the POTUS and and you know chief of staff and blah 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 everyone's same same kind of thing with the Donna storyline because at the very end they could have just ended it with with her she and Josh? Her and Josh? I don't know. She, they could have just ended it uh, with, with Josh and Donna outside the Oval, that conversation. But it actually ends with Donna going one more time to find yeah. the senator. And then she's standing there, and it doesn't go through. And I just felt like we didn't really need that. 
I sort of liked just... that we saw her. Well, I liked that we saw her still trying. Even though they thought they had lost it. She was like, I'm taking it to the floor. We know where she is now. Let's try it one more time. And obviously I loved this, the rant she goes on about how Josh has never asked her to hide from anything. Yeah. That was mm. great. We just love these people. Yeah, that was really great. Because uh, she's like, oh, you know, he's had me work holidays and till 2 a.m. and every Saturday and Sunday and blah, blah, blah. And he's made me fly to, you know, wherever and dress in a costume. And, but he's never asked me to hide him from anything. And that was really nice. And, mm. yeah, so I liked it just for that moment. And that Donna was still trying. Like, she was still trying to swoop in and save the day. And mm-hmm. she couldn't. But I liked the, uh, the conversation with uh, President Bartlett and Josh, where, where President Bartlett is talking about, you know, how he wants to be the guy, and Josh wants to be the guy that the guy counts on. And I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, I did too. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. Because even before that, he'd just been yelling at him and... I don't know, even this yelling is different than Toby yelling still in the Oval Office because Josh is worked up about a vote and he's not yelling about personal things at President Yeah. <clears throat> Your dad um, never loved you. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was great. The only tiny thing I was going to mention is in the beginning, Josh is in the Republican coat room and he's talking to two aides, who I assume are two aides, and one of them calls President Bartlett Bartlett and Josh corrects oh, her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always loved that, but then I was thinking, like, do we really, maybe it's different in Washington, but, like, do most people refer to the president as president something? President is just do. a long word to say. I, but, like, I know. In real life, I, I, see, I would disagree. I don't think hardly anybody I talk to would say President Obama. I think they would just say Obama. Well, but, but these are people that are working. Right. In D.C. I think there is a level of reverence. Right. In Washington, I think it's different. And in the news, I think it's different. Mm. Right. But, like, for the everyday American, I don't think Well, you know that... Well, you remember when we got emails from somebody who was like, it really still irks me when you guys call him Bartlett instead of President Bartlett. For the same reason. You know what I yeah, mean? So, like, I for some that people... that's crazy. <laughs> I still a, try to do... I still a, try to I think that that's crazy. I still try and keep it in mind, but, like, in but real life, I don't think most people... It's a lot... That's what I'm, That's what I was getting at, is that it's not that it's a reference thing. I really just genuinely think it's a lot of syllables. <laughs> I think that... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I feel like it just depends on who you're talking to and how... I don't know. I just... It's interesting. I was thinking about it. I'm going to try and, like, listen for it, especially in the news, like, in the news right now. Well, in the news is different. Like, newscasters are different. But since everybody's talking about stuff, I'm going to try and keep an, uh, an ear open. I'm going to try to keep an ear closed. I'm, like, so over this election <laughs> cycle. I'm I'm, I'm so over it, but done. I would still pay a trillion dollars for Aaron Sorkin to write storylines based off of this. Oh, my gosh. All yeah. the money Can in the Can we just world. have, like, Saturday Night Live... West Wing sessions where it's all <laughs> written by Aaron Sorkin oh. and acted by our favorite people because yes. that would be yeah that would make this all that's the only way this could be worthwhile. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to mention that Toby looked real good in his brown suit with the little red stripe in it. It's really okay. nice costume. Well, I just mean he never gets to wear like colors. He wears the same thing all the time. Yeah, I mean he wears that's he wears fair. clothes, but it was that's just fair. it was a nicer suit than. Than his other ones, the little red okay. stripe. All right, good. Whew. 
okay. So, MVP? Um, maybe Donna? I, I feel like... Yeah. I don't I know so. if I can say Josh. I might say Josh, just because I like his gusto. He even uses okay. that word in the episode. Um, that even though he failed, he 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 did really well while he was failing. I don't know. <laughs> he failed with flair, just like yeah. Hitch. He failed while daring greatly. That's a quote from Yeah. Somebody. Oh, nice. So. Oh. Yeah, you can vote for Josh. I'll vote for Donna. Cool. And, Perfect. I mean, there's, like, so many, like, little lines and stuff, too. Like, Danny I know. the term bum-fuzzled, which I thought was fun. Yeah, and that was fun. <laughs> at the beginning, CJ was talking to the president, and she said, you've got a very nice sass yourself, sir. And it's just, yeah. like, such a funny little, <laughs> little play Right, and I say that they're sassy all the time, and so I felt vindicated in this episode, because I was like, hey, the president likes her sass. Uh, and Leo also was like, did the first lady get you drunk and take you shopping? And CJ's like... <laughs> Leo, no, yes. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, there was a lot I feel like we didn't get to mention. There's a lot of little nuggets in this one that were great. So you guys should rewatch it. Rewatch. Yes. Love it. If you guys have any other thoughts or feelings on it, uh, send them to us. We love, I love reading them. Uh, the West Wing Podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Wing It Pod. Yeah. And next up, is an episode I don't think I've ever seen in its entirety so that'll be fun (sighs) the long goodbye yeah I know we're all all on the edge of our seats for that one edge of our seats (laughs) (laughs) alright well we'll talk to you soon bye guys bye